Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Wednesday morning. We are on hump day. Uh, a lot of baseball's already happened. A lot of exciting things um, have taken place. Uh, but I got two guests with me. I've got one that's been here before and one that is a new guest. I'm excited to hear their take on the playoffs, um, especially because it's, you know, their team. They're going to talk about that at the end. We won't mention unless they mention it um, to you. Uh, but playoffs is not a familiar word for them or their team. Um, unless they're reading about it in a book. So that being said, good morning, Karina. Good morning, Mario. How are you both doing? What's up? Good morning. Happy hump day. How is everybody? Yeah, exactly. Everybody, this is I, you know, you're driving to work, you're going, Oh man, what what can I listen to on Wednesday morning? And now you got Karina, you got Mario. So it doesn't get much better than that. I brought out the heavy hitters today. Um and I'd show this video, but then you guys would be jealous, make me jealous because nobody would want to watch me ever again. So <laughs> we're just going to keep it to the audio today. All right, you two, let, ladies first. What are your thoughts about playoffs so far, Karina? Wow, they're fun. I was just watching the Philly game, and I'm probably going to get in trouble with my other person, but uh, Bryce Harper is just a beast. <sighs> His just facial expressions, the way he swings that bat, Sorry, it's just, uh, just I'm amazed with him and just um, the Rangers uh, Houston game is actually really fun. I was uh, <laughs> watching it at work. <laughs> I was I had my phone under my keyboard and I kept like uh, peeking under and just how like Houston is just shut down. They're not doing anything, and it's like, do we need those trash cans again to figure out who the pitches or what's going on? Um, but I, I saw Tuve like strike out with I think it was the bases loaded and that was actually pretty fun. Sorry, Houston people, but I'm excited to see something new like Rangers against you know Phillies or Rangers against Arizona, but something different. Keep, so I'm excited. Keep in mind, all she's not tipping you on on what happened or what's going to happen today, Wednesday. She's talking about what happened on Monday with the day off. So you know, in between. So you, you guys kind of got the idea of what she's what she's going after. Now, game three is today, Karina. So what are you thinking? Are you thinking Rangers? You thinking Astros bounce back? What are you thinking? You know, I I love to say that Rangers win it, but those Astros, they can bounce back. And I've seen it happen when the, it was, I think it's a Yankee Boston series when the, I think Red Sox were down three and they came back to win all four. So you can't count them out. Especially the you know the hitting. Unfortunately, I don't know right now they're they're being quiet, but you can't really count them out until the the last out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't you can't count them out. It was a heck of a game Monday night. Um, like you said, Altuve struck out. It was. I was talking to some Astro fans, and they were straight out telling me we need to get runners on in front of Jordan Alvarez because that's a game changer. The guy's hitting everything out of the yard, and but you got nobody on, so it doesn't matter, right? So, um, Mario, your take on the playoffs. Tell me what's going on. What are your thoughts? Upsets after upsets. I don't know, man. I don't know about baseball anymore. Usually I'd be like, this team's going to win, and they'll win. <laughs> now it's like, all right, I'm going to choose this team, but the other team's going to win. <laughs> you know, I have to go with the opposite now. It's just so crazy. These – Playoff formats are just ridiculous, in my opinion. All the good teams, 
that are having buys, you know, the the the, the Braves, the Dodgers. It's just it sucks for them. Orioles. You know, they, the Orioles. They want to say, oh, we got uh a lot of time off, right? Uh, but really I kind of feel like that's something because I think back in 2011, it was the uh, the Tigers when they had Verlander, Scherzer, and everyone. They had finished the season like literally they had clinched in mid-September, and they weren't playing meaningful games for like half the, the, the month. And then come playoffs, they got ran over, I think, by the A's, if I'm not mistaken. That's a long time ago, like almost 11 years ago, 12. I'm not good at math. And and now you're kind of seeing it. The Dodgers just got fucking steamrolled. They got steamrolled, and uh, <laughs> and now you got the Orioles who just got just demolished. And then you have you know the Braves who my in my opinion were the team that I was choosing to you know take it all the way. I have a lot. I had a lot of skin in the game for that one too. I had a special incentives for them to win. I I really needed them to win, but they didn't, they couldn't come through. So. This season or the uh, playoffs, there it's been a bust for me, in my opinion. It's it's just letdowns, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I I understand. It has been a lot of different things, and so, um, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're under eighteen, my apologies. Um, Mario's going to do better at that. If he doesn't, <laughs> Karina will slap the crap out of him the next time she sees him on the next um, podcast. Yeah, and so, um. So, you know, my apologies for that. All right. So um, I, I understand that everything has kind of been different when it comes to um, like, and Mario, this question is going to, I'm going to start with you first and it's going to be kind of a two pronged question. So the excitement of some of these teams that won a hundred games, the Orioles, the Dodgers, the Braves, um, Rays won 99, right? They all went out first round. Um, so was there any surprises to you with that? Uh, cause you both kind of talked a, a little bit about what was success and what made success. Was there any like shock to you in any of these teams going out in the first round? For me, it was just the Braves. I expected really? them to. Yeah, absolutely. In my opinion, they were the most complete team of all. Uh, I think I said it in my podcast, Angel Central podcast, tune in every week. <laughs> Shameful plug. Stop. <laughs> We literally spoke about this. We said we have to, or the Braves have to uh, take it all the way. Uh, they took out the Dodgers, I think, the last uh, series of the season. They were the most complete team, in my opinion. The Dodgers couldn't hold anything against them. So for them to go out was my biggest surprise. I, I They had no answer uh, for, for, for um, you know, in the playoffs at all. And, and the Phillies just took advantage every single – which way? Sure, they only won one game, but that last game, that catch uh, Rojas did in center field was just a heartbreaker. And for me, I was I was screaming. I was it was just horrible in my opinion. That was a big surprise. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Karina, what about you? Any surprises for teams that went out? Uh, same Braves. I thought. Um, I think we had done a show like this earlier with you and I, and I told you I wanted the. Um, the Braves I thought they were going to go they were a strong team I didn't think they were gonna go like that I'm probably gonna get in trouble with you but you know Dodgers are no surprise (laughs) there's no surprise but it it really (laughs) sucks that they they're so good during the 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 whole season and then and the playoffs they just 
like they're like a whole different team. Uh, Orioles, I, I, I wanted them, but again, we had talked about a, they're, they're, they're a young team. So that wasn't really a surprise, but to me, again, the Braves were, were the surprise. I thought they were going to go all the way. They were strong. They were scary, but that's baseball for you. It is. Baseball is a very unforgiving game. Um, the two surprises for me first round um, were, to me, uh, actually three of the four were surprising to me. I thought the Orioles would win in the first round, although they ran into a very hot Texas Rangers team. Um, I was surprised that uh, the Dodgers went out against the Diamondbacks. Um, I did say on several different lives and podcasts that if the Dodgers, if the Diamondbacks score first, and get runners on, get them over, and get them in. No problem whatsoever. Boom. Right? They're going to win that series. That's exactly what they did. Um, the Braves won. They ran into a kind of a hot Phillies team. So, little surprise. But the, the one that surprised me the most, I think, was the Orioles. Because I thought the Orioles, if the Orioles would have matched up with the um, Rays, the Orioles would have advanced. But they ran into a hot uh, uh, Texas team. Rangers. So, yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right, so prediction time. Karina, you first. Who advances to the World Series and why? We got uh, Phillies and Diamondbacks. We got Astros and uh, Rangers. Who advances in each league and why? Well, um, I'm with the Phillies because, again, they they look strong. Their crowd is intimidating. They just Bryce Harper's face is like, like, I just feel like their heart is in it. Like they, they've, they've had the taste of it. They, they want, they want it. As far as the American league, <laughs> I would like to see something different than Houston, but you can't really take them away until the last stop. But I would love, I would love to see a Rangers and a Phillies a world series with the Rangers taking it all for me. I mean, not the Rangers. I'm sorry. The, um, the Phillies. The Phillies, Phillies taking, it, taking all. it all. Okay, you almost yeah, had Val good. Stadium food girl. I know. I almost, <laughs> sorry, <been> like, Val. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but, Jackie. <laughs> I mean, you know, what can you say? Jackie's like, you know, I all day on Monday, Jackie and, and Val and I and Amber have a text message going. And they're going back and forth. And some of the memes that these two girls were sending back and forth were hilarious Monday during the game. And they were both stressed out when it was five and four. And, I'm just sitting back. My team's not in it anymore. No matter. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw one of Jackie's stories where her face was like all sad. Yeah. From the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Now, have you have you met these two girls? Not yet. I've only talked to them online, but hopefully, I'll meet them in Vegas. You in will January. meet them in Vegas. They'll both be there in Vegas. Um, and then at some point, we'll get you on a rivalry talk when they're in town too. Okay. It'll be a good. I deal. That. All right. So, Mario, talk to me. We got four teams left. Who is advancing and why? My heart. It's it's telling me that <laughs> I'm an Angel fan, okay? First and foremost. And uh again, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna refer back to uh a conversation that me and Karina we had on my pod. It's literally Mike Trout versus Bryce Harper. And personally, I can't have Bryce Harper winning a World Series before Mike Trout does, in my opinion. As an Angel fan, I can't have that. That's yeah. what my heart is telling me. But my brain, it's the Phillies <laughs> right now. They are so hot. Like, they're really on it. 
They're playing with so much. They're so fun. They're fun to watch. You got Kyle Schwarber just smashing home runs. Uh, Castellanos just going insane. You know, Bryce Harper, I mean, he should, right? This team is is really hot, and that's all you need right now is the hottest team will usually win the World Series. I want the Diamondbacks to win, but I don't see that happening. So I think it's going to be the uh, the Phillies. It's going to be them in the World Series. And I personally think it might be the Rangers. Tonight, I think Max Scherzer are pitching. So he's coming back. Let's see what happens, right? He's coming back to pitch. He might be Max Scherzer of old, or he might be, you know, two, three inning Max Scherzer. Who knows? And that's the big if. And the Astros will always be the Astros. You could never say it's not the Astros till they're not. So that's going to be a coin flip. Personally, I don't want the Astros to win for obvious reasons. You know, (laughs) I don't want the Rangers to win for obvious reasons. We're in the AL West. But you don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. (laughs) Take your poison, my guy. Which one do you want, right? You want the red or or the blue pill? Um, I or the orange or the red or the uh, blue pill. Um, I I personally think that it's still the Astros till they're not right. Right. They lost the game one, and did they lose game one? It's been a while. I forgot. Yeah. Two nothing. Okay. Okay. Cool. So Chapman, man, Chapman, dude, don't go out there no more and and throw some clunkers, man. That Jordan Alvarez will get you every time. Uh, so I think it's gonna be the Phillies. It's going to be the Rangers. Uh, and at this point, I don't want nobody from the AL West to win it. It might as well just be the Phillies. And that sucks to say because no matter <laughs> what you win, us Angel fans are still done. We're like, we're losing. We get the L no matter what. Yeah, there, there you go. If you, you think guys... about it, we get the L every single time. No matter who wins, we're going to get the L. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Whether it's Bryce Harper or... I mean, I guess the only way you win is if uh, the Diamondbacks win the World Series. And that's who I'm cheering for, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Know your audience. I'm a Dodger fan. Know your audience. Um, no. Um, listen, it's you guys both have good calls on this. This is a fantastic takes on it. At the end of the day, um, the Astros have won four out of five games during the regular season, so they're not out yet. Um, they're still letting Jose Altuve play because they haven't put – um, a height requirement on Major League Baseball players yet. <laughs> so that's that's good. Jordan is crushing the ball, right? Um, Evan Carter, the left fielder, the yep. rookie left fielder for Texas, is never going to have to buy a meal again ever in Arlington. Um, and, you know, he's just set for life in Arlington after that catch. So that one's a tough series. I haven't made a prediction on that series, even though Rangers are up to nothing. You know, you um, have to look now, right? Because the Astros are incredible on the road this year. They're not as good at home. Um, Phillies, Diamondbacks, I I think the Phillies are a little bit more to handle than the Diamondbacks can, can take. But what do I know, right? I'm sitting here. Bryce called me the other day. I had to send him a voicemail. Um, he was asking mm-hmm. about Karina, and I just told him, Bryce, I'll, I'll get your number, whatever. I just don't tell your wife. Um, <laughs> you know, and... He's 31. And he just turned 31, right? Something like that. 29 or 31, something like that. So we're we're all good there. Okay. Yes. You guys both said you guys are Angel fans, so this is great. So let's talk real <laughs> quick about 2024 season. 
Um, you have a very, very, very high caliber free agent. Um, and I have a take on this that you guys may agree with or may like, but I'm going to save it till the end. So um, again, ladies first, what does 2024 look like for the Los Angeles slash California slash Anaheim slash Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim look like? Uh, looks like we have Otani as our DH. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we look like Mike. we have a healthy. Love it. We have a health, healthy Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. We are going to hopefully, in our heart, have a very healthy Anthony Rendon. We are going to have a new coach, which I'm hoping for <clears throat> Benji Gill. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm hoping he can bring that. Uh, passion he had for the Mexico team to see if he can wake up uh, Sandoval. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for the young players. I seen I saw Ohapi when he was rehabbing in the 66ers. Uh, Sacneto is awesome. Uh, hopefully we get some of our of the people that were injured healthy and you know it's we're not going to make the playoff you know as in my heart I wish we would but we're not going to make the playoffs in a while but I hope that we can start building our team to hopefully one day be in there again and have that that taste again so I'm 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 looking forward to next season I don't want to go in there like oh we need this we need that like I'm that's my take on it I'm going on a positive note um for 2024 I like it I like it Mario, what about you? Do you really want to hear my take? <laughs> as long as the rest of the kids can hear your take too, yeah. Knock, <laughs> oh, knock will, yourself out. Love it. They will love it. Mm-hmm. You know, our farm system is not the best. We all know that. Mm-hmm. We need to get manager, and Karina said Benji Gill. I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree with that. We are always talking about getting somebody who is – who's done it before, who's actually have, who has had time, you know, like doing it before that has a track record for better lack of words, um, a track record. Everybody was always talking about, oh, we got Perry Benizian, a rookie, a newbie that's never done it before. He's, he's been around the game, but he's never been a GM. Well, why is it any different with the manager? Why can't we get a manager that's done it before? Everybody wants Darren Erstad, you know, Ersty, they want him uh, for obvious reasons. Benji Gill is the guy because of Team Mexico. He did a great job, in my opinion. But when it comes to, like, D-Row, Benji Gill, people who manage Team USA, Team Mexico, anyone can can ride up a lineup with that type of talent. It's not difficult. Anybody can do that. Even I can do that. You can do that. Karina can do that. It, It doesn't take much, right? So for me, Benji Gill has not done it. You don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and expect the change. You need something different. Why can't we go and go go after Buck Showalter, who has literally shown that he can get a team like the Orioles, who have literally tried to tank, excuse me, try to tank every single year, and yet he managed to get that Orioles team to be at least better or or uh, a little better than average, uh, in my opinion. Uh, a guy like Buck Showalter will do wonders for the Angels. Pay him, give him reassurance, give him a nice contract, give him a five, four year contract. Let him do his magic. You know, if if you're going to keep Perry Manesian, let him stay. Give him another five year. Let him work. Let him cook. Right. If if you believe in him, 
But right now, in my opinion, if we're talking about who we want, I, I would say Sh- Buck Walter. What's going to happen next year? I don't know. I don't trust Blake Snell. Uh, again, I think that he's a one-year, two-year wonder guy. You know, he did really good with Santa Bay race. He got traded. He did really good on his walk here. Everybody does good on their walk here. And what happens? The Angels sign him. What happens? Zach Cozart happens. Uh, Tyler Anderson happens. You don't want guys like that in the Angels. You've already done that before. Why keep falling in the same trap over and over, you know? Go with people who have done it before. Sure. What about Aranola? He's been on and off. Give him a try, you know? Uh, do do get creative i i don't know what the angels are going to do they better get creative because i don't see any hope in my opinion i'm i'm a realist i'm not a pessimist and from what i'm seeing right now i don't see the angels really doing anything um i don't know if uh if Artie moreno is going to go over the luxury uh tax i don't think he's going to do that they say that there's no uh, budget but who knows maybe there isn't a budget this time around you know he's getting older in age he wants to win that world series Who's going to take over the team if one day, you know, something happens and he's not here to take over the team? You know, I don't hope any anything bad on anyone, but I just hope that somebody is going to be there to make sure that this team is, is flourishing. And uh, why not put everything in, 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 in its order, you know, put the pieces in, in, the, in the right place to make sure that everybody's doing their job. Uh, next year, I, I see it as another year of, uh, oh, we're going to get the young kids, let them play. Let's see what's going to happen we're going to be in the middle of a pack again, in my opinion, fourth place, maybe third, if we're lucky, that's what's going to happen. So I have a friend of mine who is a huge angel fan. He doesn't, he doesn't miss games. Um, In fact, he usually watches all 162. Um, And I was driving to Dodger stadium with him last week to watch a game. Um, And as I was driving, I asked him, I said, where are the angels going to be? And he says, we're on a skid right now where we haven't made the playoffs. He says, but we're probably five years out from making the playoffs because we're trying to buy talent and we haven't learned that you've got a homegrown talent, homegrown talent and take it from there. Um, Karina, I think your boy comes back. Yay! I I like that. (laughs) I think that that injury only helped the Angels because not many teams are going to want to pay Shohei more than a three-year deal because you're hiring a full-time DH. There's only two or three teams that it makes sense for him to sign with if he wants to compete. The Angels, the Orioles, and the Mariners. Everybody else has got high contracts already that if you're talking about teams that are competing, Dodgers don't need him. Because what are you going to do if if Mookie twists an ankle and Mookie can can bat, but he can't play the field? Are you going to sit Mookie bets because now you have Shohei Otani's contract? Are you going to sit Freddie Freeman because now you have Shohei's contract? If he goes to New York, are you going to sit Pete Alonzo because now you have Shohei? Are you going to sit Aaron Judge? Like, it doesn't make sense for him to go anywhere except to stay in Anaheim. Now, that being said, um, Shohei's agent called me the other day, but I had to send him a voicemail. I was preparing <laughs> for this podcast, so it just didn't work out very well. Um, as far as managers are concerned, um, they called me and asked me to do it, but I sent him a voicemail because, again, I was preparing for this podcast. <laughs> Um, you guys had a great manager. You had a great manager, Mike Sosha. Um, and he got you a world series. And so use somebody that's, that's been there before. When we're offline, I'll tell you about Phil Nevin. Um, and some thoughts there, Karina, I think you already know my thoughts on, on Phil. Um, you're going to tell him your story. Sure. If you want me to, um, but, uh, but the angels, 
it's not good for baseball when the Angels aren't competing. And so they need to start competing quick. The only way they're going to do it is have to draft really good, and they're going to have to fill in some holes. I like well, your take I mean, on Nolan Arenado, but it's never going to happen. And do you know why? It's never going to happen because you're still paying Anthony Rendon. You pay Mike Trout a boatload, and if you get Shohei back, there goes Nolan Arenado's money. So it's just not possible. If you re now, here's the downside to re-signing Shohei. Um, if you re-sign Shohei, you have no more money. Yep. And so I would, and you guys aren't going to like this very much. If I had to choose between Shohei and Mike Trout, I would trade Mike Trout's contract and try to keep Shohei in perpetuity. Um, if I had to choose one or the other, but I don't have to choose one or the other. That's not my decision. So I can just keep sending people to voice. Hey, Bill, so can <laughs> I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. So you said something right now that, Personally, I don't agree with, but I want to take your. I want to see what what your take is. Yeah. Mike Solskjaer, would you take Mike Solskjaer as your manager for yeah. the Dodgers? Yeah. Oh, you would. Yeah, absolutely would. Wow. Wow. Um, and this simple. Okay. Now, I like Dave Roberts. Everybody's saying fire Dave Roberts, fire Dave Roberts. I have a little bit of a personal connection with Dave Roberts that we'll talk about if you want to offline. Um, if we didn't have Dave Roberts, any other manager that we've had, I would be happy to take. Um. Mike Sosha, and I'll tell you why. The game has gone back. Um, the game has gone back to a get them on, get them over, get them in scenario in order to win. So with the pitch clock and the two roll disengagement, the game is a lot faster. And that being said, Mike Sosha's managerial style was that way, and that's the way that you're going to win. Watch everybody that right now. The Dodgers went out because they were going for long balls. Okay, the Braves are, were swinging for the five-run home run. Okay, they're gone. The Orioles weren't getting them on, getting them over. They're gone. What are the Astros doing right now? Their runs that they're scoring are on home runs. They're not getting runners on, and they're not trying to move people over. How did the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers? They got people on. They hit a few home runs, but they got people on and moved them over. That's Mike Sosha's style of baseball. I know you all don't like him, and but remember, he's the guy that brought you your first World Series and the manager always takes the heat for different things. If I was Buck, if I was Buck, now, if I had the opportunity, if I was Buck to manage the Angels, I'd take it in a heartbeat. I'd take it in a heartbeat because that's a team that's built around good players. But yeah, I don't, I like his managerial style. And you watch, you watch the teams that are going to start winning with this faster game, just like in hockey, Karina's a hockey fan. Just like when they changed the two-line rule where they made the game faster about 12 years ago, the same thing applies in baseball now. So you need managers that are willing to play the little ball. You also need guys like Shohei Otani and Mike Trout that are willing to bunt or hit to the opposite field, take an outside fastball, and go the opposite way with it. Not always trying to hit the home run. You know, so. but that, that also relies on the franchise and what their motto is, right? Mm -hmm. Braves are all all go or no go, right? Where is Mike Sosha going to fit in? Because the Dodgers are the same way; they're not get them on and and you know right drive them in. It's all home run, the three true outcomes: home run, strikeout, or walk. So he wouldn't fit with the Dodgers at all with what you're saying. He he is not going to fit with the Angels right now because the Angels are trying to be analytically driven. Also, every yeah. team now nowadays is the same way. Analytics is crap. Okay, and I agree. Analytics, I mean, I'm old school baseball, okay? And I, 
And the Dodgers don't don't play that style of baseball now. But if you brought in a manager that could play that style of baseball and ownership said, hey, you manage the on-field stuff, we'll manage the other stuff. This is why we're not signing the front of the paychecks. And this is why we're paying to watch their games and not in the clubhouse. Well, it's it's changed nowadays. I mean, look at 2020. Dave Roberts, in my opinion, and this is just, again, for lack of better words, he was just being a puppet. The game was already played before the game even started. They already knew in the sixth inning somebody was already going to come in. They weren't going to let the pitcher face the third of the lineup or the, the, the third time around the lineup. You know, like like that is analytics. Mike Sosha wouldn't thrive uh, with analytics. Mike Sosha's, you know, he's behind the game. So that's what I'm saying. Mike Sosha wouldn't fit with the Do- with the Angels, and I don't think he would fit with the Dodgers either. Uh, I think Showalter would fit. I think that maybe he had a bad thing with the Mets, and I I don't know what happened. Wait, was he with the Mets? Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot that, but. Um, I just don't think that Mike Socha would be a manager anytime soon in the major leagues with the way baseball is run, even though you want to say, drive him in, drive him out, you know, get him in. I don't, I don't, I don't see Socha anytime soon or at all. Keep, in my keep in mind, Mike Socha managed for you guys for almost 20 years and One how chance. many winning seasons that he have. Then you guys had Brad Ausmus and that was a disaster. You had Phil Nevin. That was a disaster. What's next? Uh, what's the, what, what's been the same outcome has been, uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the owner, it's always been the owner, right. For lack of better words, again, he, he hasn't really spent money on the, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, other countries, uh, uh, training other players and he got, okay. So when Artie Moreno bought the hold, angels, hold on a second, I'm, we're going to take this discussion offline. And I'll explain to you in a second. Okay. But what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this discussion up um, in a second here. I will make sure that when we post this uh, podcast, I'll make sure that you know how to follow Mario and how to follow Karina. Okay. And um, we appreciate you joining us on a Wednesday, but we're going to take this discussion online because this one's going to be fun. And we're going to come back and we're going to do this on your show. So Karina and Mario, I appreciate you for Wednesday. Let's continue this discussion. Okay. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye.